Hey moms, how would you like to have a few extra helping hands around your house? What about an opportunity to inspire the next generation of mothers? Today, we are going to talk all about how you might make both of these things work in your family. And then we're going to chat about how to get quality time with your spouse when you have little children and not a lot of babysitting options. It's going to be a great episode. I am so glad you're here. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler, and I'm thrilled to spend some time chatting with you and bring an inspiration, encouragement, and joy to your day. I'm a mom of eight kids. And I believe that motherhood is the greatest calling in the world. It is holy kingdom work. And God has not only called us, but also equipped us for this valiant mission, raising and training the next generation of mighty men and women of God. Every week, I will encourage, inspire, and equip you to really rejoice in the glorious God-given calling of motherhood. At the end of each episode, I'll answer your questions and share tips and lifesavers that I've learned and keep learning as I raise my tribe. So come on, let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Rejoicing in Motherhood. I am thrilled that you are here with me today because I am super excited about the topic we're going to talk about. This is something that has been huge in my life. And I think it could be really awesome for you too. Would you like to have some extra helping hands around your house? Doesn't that sound amazing? Do you need someone to hold the baby for you while you tackle a project? Or would you like someone to fold laundry for you while you nurse the baby? What if this were a relationship where you weren't just receiving the help that you desperately need, but also was a way that you could invest in and disciple another future mom? Yes, I am talking about having a mother's helper. A mother's helper is someone, probably a young teen girl, I'm guessing, who comes to help you. They're not a babysitter, but they're a helper. And it's kind of like they just come into your family as if you had your own teenager. You know, we were not created to mother alone. Our Western culture and our modern era with so much independence and isolation is not normal in the grand scheme of life. God always puts people in families. And families always, until recently, lived in communities, and those communities welcomed and supported children. There was always a grandma or even a great-grandma or an auntie, maybe a young auntie who would be around to help with your babies and to help with housework. But now we feel like we have to do it all alone. And that is not right. So we kind of have to create our own community. And one of the ways we can do that is by finding a mother's helper to help us. I don't live near most of my family. And I just didn't have a lot of help 
physical help with my kids when they were young. My first two kids are 16 months apart. My second two kids are 17 months apart. Then the third and fourth one are 18 months apart. So I had four babies in four years and it was a lot. So I had two under two, then I had three under three, then my oldest turned four right before my fourth was born. And it was wonderful. It was a wonderful time, but I needed physical help because there are just some things that one mom all by herself, it's very hard to do. (laughs) And so I was so blessed to be able to find a young teen girl from our church who came over and who would help me with some things. And so I want to talk about that today. So first off, how would you go about finding this magical unicorn helper? Well, first, if you go to church, I would recommend look around at your church. You know, check in the nursery or go check in the toddler room. If there are some young teen helpers in there that are used to being around babies or toddlers, they could be a good option for you. You might check with a homeschool group. If you're if you're in a homeschool group, maybe there's some teenage girls who would like to come and help you. Maybe there's some baby lovers that would just love to come and play with your babies. You can ask friends, hey, do you know of any young ladies who might be available to come over a few hours a week? Ask your neighbors. Sometimes there are people right in your neighborhood who could be good mother's helpers for you. I have had some of my neighbors come into my home and help me with my kids. And even a couple years ago, I had another neighbor who had three tiny little girls, and one of my daughters loved to go over there and play with them. Not as like an official mother's helper, but she would just go over every once in a while and just play, and they had the best time, and it kind of freed the mom up to be able to do what she needed to do around the house. So check with that. And then notice the young ladies or girls around you who love little kids. Because the chances are that there are several girls around you who would love to get some baby and little kid playtime. I know this because I was one of those people. I loved being around little children and babies. And I didn't have that opportunity in my family because my youngest sibling was only five years younger than I was. And so by the time I was a teenager, she was 10, I always gravitated toward little children and I got to help some. And I'm gonna tell you more about that in a few minutes. So what does a mother's helper do? Well, honestly, they can do whatever you need. And I would suggest that you talk with them about it ahead of time and set your expectations, set their expectations. And is it going to be mostly watching the kids or mostly helping around the house? Or will it be a mix of both? So you get to decide what they do and what you need. What do you do? Basically, you just live your life with some more help. The awesome part about this is that you also get to teach your helper, your ways. So you can tell this young woman, here, if you hold the baby like this, it will help her tummy settle. Or 
This toddler loves playing blocks or this one loves being a princess. Can you go play princesses with her? Can you take the kids to play in the backyard while I put the baby down for a nap? Or, hey, I like these towels folded. Can you fold them like this? This is how I usually fold them. Can you cut up some lettuce and tomato for a salad? I mean, they can literally do anything that you want them to do and that you kind of talk about ahead of time. So teach them. You can teach them your ways. Teach them the way you like things done in your home. They are your helper. Here are a few more things to think about. First off, what do you need them to do? Do you want them to just come and play with your kids while you do some things? Do you want them to help you with work in the house? Do you want them to do a little of both? Maybe like, hey, can you and my child fold this laundry? Or can you and my child clean up this messy room? So you can combine those things too. And then think about, do you want to pay them? Is this something that you need them to just volunteer for? Or would are you going to pay them something? And on this note, really discuss this ahead of time with them and their parents if they're young and realize this is not the same as a babysitting gig. So personally, I am willing to pay more for someone who is taking care of my children totally while I'm not home than I am if someone is coming into my house to help me and I'm going to be with them and I'm also going to be training them and I am ultimately responsible for the kids and they're just kind of there with me. And you can work this out. You can talk about like what you're willing to pay and either go about it that way and say, hey, I have this opportunity. This is how much I'm willing to pay per week or per day or per hour. Would you be interested in this? I'd really love to have to have some help. Would this work for you? Or you could say, hey, look, I would love to have you come over and play a couple hours a week. I can't pay you right now, but would you be willing to come over and do that for me? And don't be afraid to ask. You never know what mom, what homeschool mom is going to be like, my daughter needs to get out of the house and have some social interaction with kids. She loves babies and she just would would be so happy to be around them and I would love for her to learn. You never know what the answer is going to be, so don't be afraid to ask. Another thing to think about is what frequency and duration do you need? Do you want them to come once a week, twice a week? Do you want them to come for 2 hours or 4 hours? Do you want this to be a short-term thing? Like, hey, I need you for the next four weeks. Or is this more of a long-term arrangement where you want them to come like all during the school year or all during the summer? Basically, you're gonna really want to keep the communication channels open. You wanna check in with your helper often. Hey, how are you doing with this? Is this going well for you? Let them know how you're doing. Let them know how things are working out. And assuming that they're young, You're going to want to communicate with their parents as well and just keep everyone's expectation out in the open. Your expectations, their parents' expectations, your helper's expectations, that will just really help everybody to have a great experience with this. And then, of course, you can change things up as needed. And now I'm going to tell you a couple different stories about my experience having a mother's helper. I told you that I had these 
tiny little kids and only two hands. My husband worked full time. I was home with my children all the time and didn't have any grandmas or anybody around to come and help me on a daily basis. And so I ended up connecting with a young lady from our church who was about 13. And she came over and she just started helping me a few days a week. She was homeschooled and she would come over in the afternoon after her stuff was done. So she was at my house for about four hours a week and she just did everything I needed her to do. She helped me with folding laundry because I feel like I'm always, always, always have laundry to fold. Do you have that in your house? It's like the never ending story, right? (laughs) It just keeps going. So there's always laundry to do. So she would help me with that. She would help me tidy up the kids' rooms. I even took her with me to go get the kids' pictures taken one time. I said, hey, will you just come with me to the mall to get the kids' pictures taken? Because this is a lot to manage with, you know, three and four little babies. And she did. And it was just so wonderful to be able to have somebody to say, oh, here, you can watch these two. I'm going to take these two to the bathroom, you know, whatever it is. And so she was wonderfully trustworthy. She was great with kids. And it worked so well. Now, I have to say, this experience taught me so, so much about setting expectations because at after a while, I think her expectations changed and we didn't communicate very openly about it. So I was just kind of going on my way like, oh, this is just going to be the way we're doing this forever. And then she had some other things going on in her life and she just kind of slowly started not being as available as she had been before. And so eventually it just stopped working. And so that taught me a lot about learning to set expectations and having great open communication. But all in all, it was an absolutely wonderful experience. And it really taught me to just be bold in asking for help. Another time I had my neighbor come and she was just a short term mother's helper for me. I was having surgery. And so I had her come over every single day for like a week while I had some recovery time. And she she was older and she did more, more like a nanny kind of position where she was helping with the kids and kind of doing some housework. And she was more in charge, even though I was there and available. So you can have the setup be whatever you need and whatever works best for your family and for your helper and You can make almost anything work. Now, why am I so passionate about mother's helpers? And why am I so passionate about teaching and training young women how to be moms? Here's why. Because I was extremely impacted by several families that I got to help as a young person. The value I gained from helping big families with lots of little kids was so important. It was so important. So let me tell you about a few people that I got to be part of their life. We had a friend in our church who had three babies under three, and she was pregnant with her fourth. And I was a young teenager. I was 13 or 14. And In her pregnancy, suddenly she had to be put on bed rest. And so there were several young ladies in our church, and we would just rotate through and take different afternoons and go to her house and just take care of her babies while she rested on the couch. 
And I learned so much from that. I learned how to occupy toddlers. I learned how to feed toddlers and babies. I learned how to be creative and come up with things for them to do in a small space because they lived in a little apartment. I just learned some responsibility there. Then a few years later, when I was 18 or 19, there was another family and they had a bunch of kids and their mom asked me one day, hey, would you mind just coming over sometimes to play with the kids? Maybe you can help me with some homeschooling stuff. Maybe you could teach my kids some piano lessons or something and just kind of be with us because my kids love you and I know you love our kids. And so she was very bold and just asking me to come. And I was so thrilled. This family was a family that I just loved being around. Like I said, my siblings are close in age to me. And so having these other younger kids to be able to play with and be with gave me so much life and it was so enjoyable. And so I just jumped at the chance. So I went to their house for a few hours every week and I just got to be a part of their life. And those memories are so precious to me. I find them just invaluable. The things that I learned, I learned that, you know what? You can homeschool a bunch of children. There, There's all kinds of ways to do that. <laughs> I learned that color coordinating your kids so that each kid has a particular color of different things makes life so much easier when you have a lot of kids. And this is one of my favorite stories ever. So one day, the mom that I was visiting, she had just had her seventh baby. So she was in bed with her seventh baby, and I was playing with the other six kids. And I took them across the street and down to this little creek, and we had a picnic, and we were playing in the creek, and it was so peaceful and so fun. And I remember having this epiphany moment I was sitting on the blanket with the little toddler. The other kids were just playing around. We had had a really enjoyable time. And I sat there and I thought, I'm 19 and I'm taking care of six kids and everything is going fine. And it just dawned on me, like, I can do this. I can have a big family and it will be okay. And the Lord used that moment. I will never forget it. The Lord used that moment to open my heart and show me big families are a blessing. This is important. Look at these kids. Look how precious each one of them is. And so God used that family to really show me the value of children. Experience with babies and little kids and big families is so valuable to young women, especially in our culture. Young ladies don't always get this opportunity to learn from another young mom. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Remember, you don't have to be alone in this. And the awesome thing is, they're not just helping you, but you are actually giving them value too. Hey, it's question time. We have a great question this week from Kylie, and she said, do you have creative ideas for one-on-one time with your spouse when you don't have a babysitter or family close by? Yes, I do, because as I just talked about, that has been my exact situation. And I first want to say, 
When you are in this predicament, so to speak, pray. Pray that God would bring you a trustworthy babysitter, somebody that you can afford, somebody that loves your kids, somebody that you totally can trust. And I have seen God do that in my life because God cares about our kids too. And guess what? He really cares about our marriages as well. So that aside, mother's helper or babysitter aside, here are some things that you can do without any extra people coming along. Sometimes my husband and I would put our kids to bed early and then have a late dinner together and do like a date after our kids went to bed. Now, of course, you're always, you always have the option that somebody's going to wake up and interrupt you, but that has worked for us pretty well when we need it to. You could plan a long drive. If your kids are good in the car, plan a long drive where they can sleep or be occupied and you can just talk. You can do the same thing going to the park. You go to the park, the kids play, and you and your husband just sit together on a bench and talk. Have a date on the park bench. You can put the kids in a stroller and take a walk and do the same thing. Or you can put your kids in a safe place for like a quiet time during the day, maybe on a weekend, and then you and your husband can go in your bedroom and have your alone time. And if you're going to do this, I would suggest practicing with your kids during the week so that they learn here. Now you're going to go in your crib with some toys and you're just going to play in there or a, you know, a little older toddler, three or four year old, you could put them in a room with a baby gate or something where they're going to be safe or with a little movie or something. And you can practice this during the week so you can kind of build up some time right? And bonus, if you're doing that, then mommy gets a little bit of quiet time alone during the week too. The other thing I would say is just communicate a lot with your husband and don't be afraid to do things that are out of the box. So you could even ask him, hey, babe, what do you want to do? What could we do where we don't have to get a babysitter, but we can have some actual quality time together. You might be surprised what he has to say and what he has to input. And you're also going to find have to find out what works best for your personalities and for your relationship style. Some pe- If you like to talk, all of these things that I mentioned are going to work great. If you just need to like be together and watch a movie, then put the kids to bed and watch a movie. If you just need time in your bedroom alone together without any interruptions, then you can try some of these tips as well. And of course that can happen at night too, but sometimes it's nice to just kind of change things up. And most of all, just ask the Lord because you might just come up with some great creative ideas that work so well for you and your husband that I haven't even mentioned or that you never would have thought of. Because remember, the Lord loves your marriage. He wants it to be strong. He wants it to be fruitful. God cares about your marriage. Ladies, I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. I would love it if you are not already subscribed or following or whatever it's called on the channel that you're on, if you would subscribe 
and so that you don't miss any episodes because we've got some more great ones coming up in the next few weeks. And then if you have a friend that you think this might be helpful for, would you share it with her? Either send her a link to the podcast or link it on social media and tag me at Rejoicing in Motherhood. I would be so happy to connect. And lastly, if you are not yet on my email list, please go sign up for that. You can sign up at kirstenvossler.com forward slash newsletter. And there is going to be some new information coming out in the newsletter pretty soon. I would just love to be able to connect with you there as well. I bless you this week with peace in your home. I bless you with creativity in your mothering, with creativity in your relationship with your husband. I bless you with wisdom from the Lord to be able to see your life from his perspective. I bless you with the understanding of God that you would be able to apply God's wisdom to your life. And I bless you with new mercies from the Lord every single day day. Bye friends. I will see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Rejoicing in Motherhood. You will find show notes and more encouragement on this topic at kirstenvossler.com. Have a wonderful week and remember everything in this life is holy kingdom work. You are doing it, friend. You make the very heart of God rejoice. Keep going. I love you lots, and I'll talk to you again very soon.